Megan. Hi, it's Lissa. Um, we've been MIA for quite some time, and I am giving no guarantee as a full disclaimer that we will be regularly producing content after this. <laughs> this is, um, we were recording content for our Patreon, and Lissa felt like there was a message she really needed to get, needed to get out, so we said, let's do a podcast. Um, general synopsis, um, we've been healing our shit. And taking time and space to do that. Hence the lack of content. And full disclosure, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I just know that something wants to be said. So we hopped on here. Um, But before I get into that, uh, Megan also has something she would like to share. So I'll let her do that first. But I would like to say that, yeah, we've just been taking time and space. Because we, uh, in the the last time you heard from us, I'm pretty sure... We talked about how everything was just like spinning plates and nothing was stable or solid. And we wanted to wait until we had a stable, solid foundation to step onto before moving forward with like creating content. And I feel now for the first time since that conversation, there's actually a ground that I see myself stepping my foot onto. I'm not there yet. But I also think it's hilarious that I mentioned in that podcast that I couldn't see what was coming, but it just looked like blackness. And so I knew that something significant was coming my way. And uh, well, that was very true. So (laughs) now I'm, I'm exiting that blackness and into a foundation again. And we'll get into that. But first, Megan, what what do you have? Okay, so I recently um binge listened to this podcast called your art friends which uh is an incredible podcast and i basically want our podcast to be exactly like that but about woo stuff (laughs) but anywho they they had an episode where it was at the beginning of 2022 and they talked about their life and they this book that they had recently heard about and read called your head is a houseboat and they did this exercise in this book that has been living in my head for about a week now. And I think it's so cool. And it's such a, a rooted and grounded way to kind of look at your desires, your needs, your wants, everything like that, and really kind of determine what you value. And also kind of to put into perspective how you have to be a well-rounded and balanced person. So basically, there are five bosses that each have their own ideas about what direction you should steer that live in your head. There's Selma the Sensible, who is the, she's the boss lady that makes sure that you're taken care of. Make sure that you have a house, you have food, you have everything that you need to have. And that is um, her only objective in life. She wants you to make money. She wants to be taken care of. And she does not care about your emotional well-being, your your desire for, for fun, anything like that. Just survive. So then there is um, Luca, the liver. So this is the person, this is the boss that lives in your head that wants you to have good vibes all the time. Don't think about work. Don't think about any responsibilities. Just live true to your heart. And... <laughs> Then there is Freya the Friendly. So this is the social aspect of yourself, the the part of yourself that really 
wants to be around people and wants to fill yourself like life with love and meaning and hugs and all of those things. There is Aziz the ambitious. So this is the sky has no limits for you. You are that bitch. You are whatever. You're going to wake up tomorrow and have 3 million YouTube subscribers, even though you've never put out a video, you know, <laughs> you, um, there, there's no, um, failing with that. And then there is Guild of the Giver. So this is the, obviously the part of you that would give every single thing that you own away if it meant it would help someone else. And if you really sit down and think about each of these bosses in your head and you were to do an exercise where you said, if my life was only ruled by this, what would they do? How would they live their life? How would they handle things? What are their priorities? And then you list them all out and you kind of get this idea for like what your core values are. And then also you clearly see why you can't be all vibes all the time or you can't be serious all the time and you can't just fill your life with love because you have to be a person and you can't give everything you own away. There's a reason you own the soap, <laughs> you know? And so I just wanted to, to share that. I think that it's something really important to think about, especially for Lissa and I right now, because we're actively working on these life changes and healing stuff and being ourselves more authentically. Woof! Here we go. Okay, you de yeah, wow. Um, what's interesting is before we hit record, like I didn't know what I was going to say. And then Megan knew that she wanted to share this thing. I hadn't heard it yet. And now it just is all in perfect alignment. Because what she said is directly related to what I'm about to tell you now. Um, hmm. Okay, first and foremost, so this is so this is this will all just be a channeled message. I'm just going to open up and say it as it comes out, as always. And with any channel, anytime you're listening to a channel, only ever take what resonates, leave what doesn't and recognize that what's being said from that channel is like through their filter. So everything that I'm saying is through Lissa's filter. And um, that's just an important thing to remember, like just because something's channeled doesn't mean it's true. And all truths are true. And only you know what is true for you. So you'll be able to feel it in whatever way you feel things or know things through your clear senses if this is relevant and true for you. Um, but a caveat. So we are healed for Christ's sake. We are not <laughs> like we're healing. I'm still in the process of healing. Megan's still in the process of healing. But there's it's an important uh, distinction to recognize and, and remember and know in the now moment that there is a version of you that is existing on every possible timeline at every possible moment, all in the here and now, because time is not real in the way that we think it is. And there is a version of you that is exactly what you're seeking to get to that's also existent in the here and now that's accessible to you as a vibration. So when we perpetuate this idea that we have healing work to do, and um, I want to throw up like as I'm saying this, because I'm in this energy right now. So don't hear this and think like, oh, she gets it. No, no, I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> but um, we we send out, uh, we emit a very, a very real tone to the universe that there's healing work to do. So then we're going to be given experiences from the universe and opportunities to work on that healing growth and expansion. Um, do you forever want to be working on your healing growth and expansion? Or do you want to have moments where you're able to integrate that growth and expansion to have new life experiences that are in alignment with that new different version of yourself that now knows yourself more? Okay. So as you are going through these phases of working on yourself, doing the work, doing the healing, all of that, 
recognize that you are also calling in more experiences like that. So take pause when you can and when it feels right to live in the experience of what it's like to now view life, see life, live life as that healed version of you so that you can reap some of the rewards and the benefits of the work that you've done. Okay, so with that said, I want to like pop straight off into what Megan said, and I'm going to try and keep this as clear and succinct as possible. But is there anything you want to say, Megan, before I go into it? Yeah, I do, actually. Let's add a sixth. I mean, this I didn't write this. I have nothing to do with it. But let's say there's a sixth boss that lives in your head, and it's Hilda the healer, and all of her focus is just on healing and not about experiencing life. Yes. So much yes to that. Okay. Yeah. He'll, and then, Okay. And mm, all right, here we go. So <sighs> a lot of what I'm saying is going to be me explaining visual uh, experiences that I'm having from what Megan talked about to deliver this channeled message. So, and I'm speaking to a specific collective as well. So some of you may not be part of this collective. I'm speaking to a very specific collective that Megan and I are a part of that a lot of you are a part of and some of you are not and uh, different collectives exist in different waves, meaning there are like groups of people on this planet that go through somewhat similar energetic experiences around the same time learning lessons as a collective group. Check it out, guys. Uh, hi, oh, man. So we are there. Every person that Megan described, these six bosses that live in your head with the, the added sixth one, uh, the healer, all of those individuals. So as we are learning to exist in this world in a new way, as we're learning to show up and create reality for ourselves, one of the things that Megan and I recently talked about, um, and I might talk about myself in different versions of like person, like does that make sense? Like the, just go with it anyways. So um in the last recorded podcast that we had, we were talking about building a stable foundation, building a stable foundation, building a stable foundation. Now, pieces of that that I did not understand or recognize until this point in time is that part of building a stable foundation is literally, this will be triggering to some of you. It's okay. Just sit with it. See how it feels. Releasing all ties. I don't want to say cutting ties because that's not necessarily necessary, but releasing all ties to to what other people believe and what other people are invested in in regards to what your foundation should be for you. All of the shoulds. And then also recognizing within ourselves all of the ways that we are energetically entangled and tied to what other people believe that foundation should be for us. So as we are trying to build this stable foundation, one of the things that I did not recognize that I would be putting so much time, focus, and attention onto is looking at these strings that are attached to me that are directly related to other people in my life that I have emotional connections and ties to and what they want that foundation to be for me and or what I perceive as wanting that foundation to be with them. So it is incredibly selfish, but also necessary. And there's nothing negative or bad about being selfish. When you are building a stable foundation to yourself outside of having children, this, that is a separate topic that I'm not going to be discussing for the sake of time right now. <laughs> but as you build that stable foundation for yourself, and yes, even marriage, yes, even long-term partnerships, the only thing I'm not including in this is children, because it's a separate thing altogether. Um, it is energetically, you need to own your fucking space. Energetically, you need to look at, you need to, excuse me, that's my own projection. Energetically, it would highly benefit all beings who are working to become awake manifestors of their here and now reality with intention. 
it would benefit everyone to stop outwardly focusing our energy and instead turn that focus on ourselves, literally shift that perception inward and look at all of the pieces of yourself that are not you. Look at all of the energy existing in your field that is not your energy. Step one is releasing the energy that's not yours and inviting back the energy that you've given away. Step two is grounding yourself in and down. So creating that stable energetic foundation for yourself, then connecting yourself to angels, guides, ancestors, or whatever woo woo (laughs) you want to call it so that you're able to receive assistance and guidance because you cannot get the guidance that you're looking for from beings that are um, like, whatever you want to call it, like these guides, these guides that we all have access to, they can't help you if you're not imposing your own free will to be receptive to that assistance. So it's incredibly helpful for you to be open to the assistance from them in your own intention. At that point, at that point, when you're releasing the energy that's not yours, when you're calling the energy back that is yours, when you're grounding yourself into the here and now reality, and when you're open and accepting to assistance that's available to you, Do you know what fucking happens? You start to recognize all of the ways in which you've been behaving that are in direct response to other people's energy that's active and vibrating in your field. And the reason that this is directly related to what Megan was saying is that all of these different bosses that live in your head are going to find, please listen to this, this is huge, are going to find people, energies in your environment that match their common goal. That boss in your head that wants you to be stable and secure and taken care of is going to find other people in your reality that match that energetic frequency, someone that can provide for you, someone that's going to, you know, be stable and reliable for you is going to pull that person into your energetic experience and then try and keep that energy in your field. And what those bosses are, are programs. They're programs that were instilled in us from a young age based on what our parents wanted for us and what society wanted for us. And none of that has anything to do with what we wanted for ourselves. So there's this shift that's happening right now where we're remembering, oh, fuck, that's right. I came to this planet with intention. I'm a conscious creator. When I have access to the energy that's mine and when I'm not freely giving it away to other people, I have the capacity and the energetic ability to actually create the reality that I'm living in. And when I'm giving my energy away to other people, I don't have that ability. So now that we're seeing that and recognizing that, one of the processes of becoming aware is this purging of other people's energy from your system. And then there is a rewiring of how you manage your energy away from needing other people's energy in your field to feel whole and complete and giving your energy to other people so they can feel whole and complete. And instead, sitting in your own energy, which feels... For someone like myself who is codependent and apparently love addicted, which is for another podcast, (laughs) then having only being in your energy can feel all kinds of ways that aren't necessarily what we would call good. And I'm not going to get into that right now, but it can be very uncomfortable. It can be very uncomfortable. It's also necessary. It is fucking necessary because if you want to have energetic autonomy and be able to really show up for yourself in a way where you are not lacking in a way where you feel um, whole and complete in yourself. This whole 
idea of loving yourself, like actually loving yourself, you cannot love yourself if you're not in your own energy. You cannot love yourself if you are perpetually inviting other people into your energy because you feel you are not worthy of love. And so you can only love yourself when other people are present in your energy. I'm going to repeat that. That's a really important one. You cannot learn how to love yourself and you cannot actively love yourself if you are perpetually inviting other people's energy to exist in your energetic field because you do not know how to love yourself when only your energy is present there. That one's, I need to hear that myself. I hope that others of you needed to hear that too, because that was a new one for me. I hadn't quite thought of it that way before. And I appreciate that channeled message. Once we clear those energies out of our field and it's just us and we're just present there, that's when the work begins. That's when you learn how to love yourself. And once you're capable of filling that space with your energy, at that point, you become a master manifester on this planet capable of literally creating anything that you can perceive of. And before that happens, there is this purging, this purging that we've been going through since 2020 that a lot of us are still going through. If you've made it through this and you're on the other side and you understand all these things that I'm saying, fucking good job. <laughs> Thank you for the work that you've done because it's assisting the whole collective in getting there. And the take home message here, I'm understanding based on what Megan said, and based on this information that's coming through, is that it is important to be comfortable in our energy. And as you are alone in your energy, and as you are releasing ties to what other people want for you, and what you think you should want for yourself, you are going to come across pieces of yourself that don't feel good to look at because you haven't seen them because you've been bombarding yourself with all kinds of distractions. And the way that you work through that is not through healing it. The way that you work through it is not through changing it. The way that you work through it is through literally loving it, understanding that that's a piece of you, that those experiences that created that piece of yourself was put there with intention and purpose because it's part of who you are and it's a piece of yourself that you wanted to see. And when you can look at that, those pieces of yourself that you've been hiding from, and when you can just love them without trying to change them and without trying to heal them, then that healing, which is transmutation, just naturally takes place and you become comfortable. And there's this sense of ease and there, and I'm being shown in like, I'm getting to experience now what that feeling feels like, even though I personally haven't lived it in my life yet. There is a relaxing and a releasing and a letting go and a natural trust in the universe that allows you to be in flow. And this is what we are being guided to. This is what we are being called to experience. And this is the potential that we have as a species to come together and start to collect or excuse me, start to collectively create these new blueprints for reality that we can experience. But the first part of that is this purge. And so there's this message coming through of if you've been experiencing turbulent energy, false starts and stops, feeling like you've been having to let go of things that you didn't want to let go of, and feeling pulled down, like in this energetic, like downward pulling, um, all of that is a means of releasing and letting go so that you can experience your own energy and find the peace and stillness within that. There's this TV show. I've not watched the. I've only watched the first episode of called Living with Yourself, where there's essentially a clone of this person, exactly, that he now has to endure and live with. And while you were talking about that, I was thinking about if you were to have a clone of yourself in this moment that you had to live with for a week, how would you treat them? 
How? I mean, you can't treat them the way you treat yourself. You would treat them with kindness. You would treat them with respect. You would see aspects of yourself that you truly admire and love. And you would have so much space for them. If they didn't do the dishes or they didn't, didn't pick up after themselves because they had a really hard day, your reaction to them as a roommate would be initially if it was, you know, hey, you know, that, that's totally okay. I'll, I'll help you out. How can I help you? And you would have so much kindness for them, but you don't have that for yourself. And it's okay to have that for yourself. And a lot of the things that have helped me in my journey is instead of fighting myself and um, trying to go against my nature, I have been working on building systems to where if I know I'm going to have to take a break every 10 minutes, or I know that I'm going to really hate this task, so I need to pair it with something I really enjoy, or I know I'm going to be socially drained, so I need like at least 12 hours to rest, I just accept that about myself and my life has been so much better knowing like these core things about myself and instead of trying to like fit myself into a box I love and accept them and build my life around myself instead of building myself to fit into a life that isn't mine that too um made me think of this like message I want to shout this out into the ethers and I really hope that those that need to hear it will hear it and take it and repeat it to themselves um I don't think that everybody knows this. I don't think that everybody knows this. There are like, um, how do I say this clearly? Megan, this is directly related to what you're saying about living with a clone. It would be easier to love a cloned version of yourself as an external member of your reality than it would be to love yourself internally. I want you to know, really hear this too. Like, I want you to know that you can be there are people in your life, maybe not right now, but there are absolutely people in your life experience that you will come into contact with at some point in time where you can be open and honest and vulnerable about every single aspect of yourself, every single thing. You could tell them something that you've never told anyone. You could tell them your deepest fears, your biggest secrets. Like You can be 100% open and honest and they will love you. They won't think any differently of you. They will not judge you. They will not hold you to some standard. And the way that we get there is through doing this work. I'm not saying that these people exist in your life right now. And I'm not saying that you should go and do this. What I am saying is that those, those energies exist. But the only way, the only motherfucking way you're going to get there is through, be, is through being that person yourself. So the reason we attract individuals into our lives that reject our own hidden aspects of self is because we're rejecting that internally. So if you are your open, honest, vulnerable self with another human being and they reject you, that's a direct mirror of your own internal rejection to yourself. You are calling those people into your experience to be a mirror. Literally everyone right now in your experience is a mirror. We're in a whole fucking hall of mirrors that should be the name of this episode. Like everything is a mirror right now. And so if you are unhappy in your relationships, pay attention because chances are you're literally treating yourself that exact way and that that's manifesting externally in a way that doesn't feel good to you. So just one more time, we're moving towards a different lived experience completely where you are loved, where you, where you are loved, which is you showing up and being you, you're loved. And there's nothing that you could 
tell someone about you that would change their love for you. However, certainly it, it will change their desire to participate in energy exchanges with you. And that is different. And this is where we're evolving as a species. There's a big difference between unconditional love and energy exchanges. You can have unconditional love for somebody and choose not to engage in energy exchanges with them because their energy doesn't feel good to you while still holding unconditional love for that person. And it's important for us to be able to receive unconditional love while respecting the boundaries of other people who no longer wish to engage in our energy. And you can practice that unconditional love with yourself. That's like the main point right there. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I got off on a side tangent. But yeah, because okay, I'm learning this lesson, guys. I don't unconditionally love myself. I don't. And I thought I did. I thought I did. And I'm now going through experiences, which in the last episode, I mentioned that like blackness. Well, this is me going through that, um, where I thought I really thought I was at a certain level in my own individual growth and development. And I'm just not. I'm not where I thought I was. And I'm getting put through um, experiences that are really highlighting that and showing that to me. And I'm not going to pretend like I'm something that I'm not, or I'm somewhere that I'm not. And, um, I understand a, that I have a lot of work to do and B that work is already done and C it's just a matter of acceptance and self-love and unconditional love for the self. And I'm just not there yet, but I'm getting there. And so this is, we're, we're in this together. If you're part of this collective, we're in this together. I do think, Megan, that you have a lot of information about learning how to love yourself. And I think that you've shown up beautifully for yourself in so many ways. And I'm sure that in future podcasts, we'll get more in details about that because I can would benefit from that. <laughs> well, everyone, just a reminder, you're not a piece of shit. You don't suck. Nobody hates you. If they did hate you and they really, really like didn't want you in their life, they would tell you um, they're not mad at you and it's not your responsibility to hold on to any possibilities that they're mad at you. It's okay. Take a deep breath. <sighs> You're not responsible for other people's emotions. You are only responsible for your emotions and your reactions to them. And if you make a mistake, cool. You learned a lesson. Don't be so hard on yourself. And we love you so much. And we'll yes. be back at some point in the future, potentially. We will see. But uh, as you can hear in our experience, we're going through it. And we wanted to give you an update. And um, yeah. I hope you're all doing well. Um, we're doing the work. And we are not going to just be healing Hilda's. We're also going to be the, the one that lives. <laughs> and um, it's all just a, a give and take and a balance and you're going to fall on your face and we're falling on our face and then we learn something and then we get back up. But I am really grateful that you guys are here and we are taking time and space to do the work and get our lives in order because we want to make sure that we're not just a roller coaster and we're being true and authentic, but we're also not just producing content to make content. And I know that you guys understand that. And thank you for understanding that. Yes. And I do want to, I do want to add too. Um, I, so part of this, part of all of this for me has led to me recognizing that I uh, need to be alone, need to be <laughs> stupid needs. <laughs> projection, projection, projection. I am making the conscious decision to spend time alone in my favorite place on the planet, which is Tahoe. I will be doing that soon. And I am still booking readings. And I've actually been having some of the most 
fucking transformative readings I've ever had with clients in these last couple of weeks. So it's really interesting how, how showing up for yourself really allows you to better show up for other people. And um, I will be booking readings the entire time I'm in Tahoe. If you are interested in working with me at that time, my schedule is up on my website and uh, you can do that if you're interested. So that's all I got to say. I hope that you guys are all having a good day. Thank you for sharing your energy with us for a little while. And we'll see you in the future. Bye. Bye. We love you. Bye.